Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Hello. Welcome back. Hi, everybody. I should take my headphones off. I don't know why. Kept those on by accident. Good morning. And well, yeah, good morning. Yes. Sorry. And, and yes, because we like to keep our listeners aware of when we're recording. <laughs> it, it is currently January. What is it? it? I don't know. 22nd. It's the 22nd. It's, co- it's, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is morning and I'm. Are we allowed to say that anymore? What? I thought that song got like canceled. Uh, you know, there's so much of that right now. There is. I actually had to look up. I saw a bunch of people were posting about Carhartt yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a thing. Yeah, big thing. So I we don't oh need to God, get into it's that. So, it's so yeah, you can't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the rest let's of this podcast be, has been redacted. <laughs> so let's be controversial. No, I'm a little disappointed though. I didn't usually if we record in the morning, you like, hey, would you like? Like me to pick up some breakfast or no donuts, I t- breakfast sandwich, something. Well, I knew that you would. I, I was actually going to. I was going to ask you if you wanted me to pick up coffee, but I know you always make coffee. Yeah, I still always offer because I want you to know I'm thinking of you. I didn't get a text this morning. I know because I was like, he's going to make coffee. So why would I even? <laughs> <laughs> should, should we should we pause and get donuts? <laughs> actually, that would that they'll we're never gonna, know. We're we going to be right back. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Anyway, welcome back now. <laughs> I actually mm-hmm. got up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my alarm didn't go off, but I heard CJ get up and Teresa's gone and I, I was here at like seven o'clock. Were you really? Yeah. Wow. That's get really stuff cool. cleaned up before so I can go home and maybe chill Nap a little later. bit this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love starting off the day knowing when I'm going to get a nap in. Mm. Like Sunday mornings. Some Sunday mornings when I'm leading worship, I wake up. I wake up early. Yeah, like before my feet hit the ground, before I swing out of bed, I'm like, yeah. When I come I home from napping. church, I've got you know, <laughs> you know, lunch to sort out, and then oh man, there's like a two hour nap in there. It's it feels so great. It it makes it honestly makes me want to get up. <laughs> <laughs> I I think back to COVID times. Uh-huh. Quarantine times when it was like, man, it doesn't, it doesn't, I can get up at eight in the morning. I can get up at 10 in the morning. It, it doesn't really matter. I see. I never had that. No, no. I mean, weekends. Yes. But you know, when, so my whole company shut down. No, no, it didn't shut down. Excuse me. We went to work from home. Uh, so you still had regular hours then. Well, well, I don't have the internet. So I like schemed a little bit to like figure out, do I get it? Do I, you know, but I don't know. I, I know one day I, I, I might have to again, but at that point I landed on, look, yeah, listeners, you, you know, my history, you know, I'm in recovery from addiction to pornography and lust. And the internet was a part of that, right? The internet was the main avenue for that. And so. Um, you know, Paul writes, make no provision for the flesh. And so, you know, I've just relegated that, Hey, I'm, it's going to be a while before I have the internet. So yeah, so I never got it. So I was like, all right, well, what do I do? Do I like, and I'm glad I didn't take leave. Right. Cause that, that wound up being months. 
right, <laughs> we were right. all quarantined. But I I went in. I went in every oh, day. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And it and it was I mean it's a building designed for two thousand people and it was me and the janitors. <laughs> like it was perfectly safe, you know? Like I, I was fine. Yeah. But it actually wound up being a great thing. And so I went in every day and so Gave me a little bit of a change of scenery and, and help keep a, a schedule. Yeah. You know, so yeah. well, I'm grateful. I'm grateful how that worked out. It's great. Yeah. I remember at one point there was another, there was another guy there. There were a few other guys who, who, who either in the same situation, like the internet wasn't working well enough at home or, or just decided. So there were, I mean, I'm, I'm being a little tongue in cheek say it was just me and the janitors, but there were a few salespeople. I remember one day one salesperson sat with like, we we had lunch at the same time and we have this huge giant cafeteria right. that seats hundreds, right? And they like came and sat at the table with me. And I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, we're still, what are you together? I was like, no, sit over there. Like, what are we doing? We're quarantining, man. <laughs> Can still talk. There's nobody here. It's deathly quiet. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Uh, quarantine was great. That was the only time you can be a jerk to someone and it'd be socially acceptable. <laughs> I thrive. <laughs> An introvert's paradise. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh. Hey, you're sitting there. <laughs> Get away from me. Well, Anyways. hey, we're we're making we're making strides. Just want you to know that. You and I? I well, I don't know we have we have someone that wants to use this the pod lounge uh-huh. to do some recording. Yeah. We've had Dana. Yeah, super fan Dan. I don't know. She's a super fan. I don't, I don't she's, she's she did shit, say that she had listened. Did you just cuss? No, I st- stumbled through my words. Okay, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I need your pillow that's next to you, the cussing pillow from Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. No, but Dana, an old friend. Uh-huh. Not old. I, she's not old. Like she's got to be seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Looks fantastic for seventy. Let me just say, Dana, if you're listening, but. <laughs> She was an assistant softball coach when I was in grad school and I was working softball as an athletic trainer and so traveling all over the place and, and, uh, had a really good relationship. Anyway, she works for Fellowship Christian Athletes and reached out to us to ask some, ask some questions and she's interested in potentially starting a, her own podcast. So, and, and Micaiah, super fan Micaiah, super fan Micaiah, super fan. Uh, he's he was listening to our uh to last week's episode. Yeah, he's over. <laughs> he had some extra time so he listened to it at regular speed. <laughs> what a uh, He uh he says he has some extra materials from some renovations. So he's he he said we should put a, yeah, spruce a this place up. What do you call that? A storyboard? Design board? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Are we going to use it? No, he wants us no, he he said put put together some ideas. Oh. of what of what this like oh. to make this and then he's like charge rent. You know how McKay is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's looking for the yeah, looking for the dollar. Um <laughs> I, I so it'd be like didn't a, he, didn't, doesn't he want to charge us every time we say his name? Oh, that's right. McKay, 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 McKay. You will receive 5% of everything we make. Everything we've made on the show so far, you will receive 5%. So, so half you, a cup of you coffee. Owe, you owe us like 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, 
Yeah, anyway. yeah we, could, we could spruce this place up. Right now, the only bit of decoration in this place don't talk about is it. a fancy lamp. Oh, yeah. And? No, don't talk about it. A, young, a picture of young Kylie that your sister put up here that I am I'm so grateful I, for. Well, he brought that picture up also. And because it's behind me, I never th- – uh, I, I see it all the time. It's just – it's in frame whenever I'm looking. In I your, just look in your, at in your blue eyes at you and out the window. So <laughs> it's delightful. Hey, let's. Uh, yeah, where are we going today? Let's. Uh, we actually have a plan, man. We we do, kinda. Yeah. So there's this term lately mm-hmm. that's you see in the faith world popping up all the time, and it's uh, just like we said, whether it's inside of the faith culture or, or outside in society. Everything is so polarized. Everything is, man, like we said earlier, you, you, you say something and somebody's got a <sighs> raging opinion about it. And, um, but the, the term that I kind of thought, Hey, let's have a discussion about this is deconstruction. Yep. Faith, kind, of a, kind of a buzzword right now. Yeah. Faith deconstruction. So I, like what, how would you define that? Yeah. I, because, well, I, I want to hear what your answer is first. I, I mean, um, I mean, re- really, it's it's a it's a it's a dismantling of everything we know. I mean, that's that's the way the movement is approaching it, right? It's let's let's dismantle, let's question, let's get back to the roots of everything we know, and and the, it's almost it's almost as if uh, this isn't. I mean, this isn't a textbook definition. This is my definition, but it seems culturally, it's almost as if we're approaching Christianity saying. Clearly, the system is broken, right? The system of church and religion is broken. So let's assume all of it's wrong and let's go back to the roots and, and figure out what it should be at its core about. That's, that's kind of the, that's my take on what this, this deconstruction movement is about. Okay. What are, well, I'll, we'll stick with the definition portion. I, yeah. Like you said, I'm not sure that there is a textbook definition. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Because I think it, it runs such a a wide array of definitions and perspectives yeah. from, from people from where they stand. Some people see it as a completely negative thing. Yeah. People see it as – Oh, this is what we need. Uh, yeah, I, we've been waiting for this. Right. Yeah. Like, um, it's a new messiah. <laughs> because some see it as a deconstruction from the – the religion of, yes. like you said, the system, the religion of white evangelicalism in, in yeah. America. Yes. Well, wait, this is what everybody taught me for my entire life. But like, is, is this man-made stuff or and, is this as important and valuable? Is it? And we're, and we're, and we're seeing it parallel what's happening culturally in this country. Sure. Right. And socially, right. With critical race theory, be, you know, being at the, at the forefront of a, of a, of a lot of debate. And like, we're seeing, we're seeing the same, we're seeing it parallel what's happening, uh, in for everything back from black lives matter and, you know, tearing down Confederate stuff. And I mean, sure, we're seeing sure. that there's a parallel to what's happening in the church and, it, and in the church has been called deconstructionism. Yeah. And, and some people that walk through that process are like, like you said, everything is bad. Yeah. Let's just blow right. the whole thing up. Right. And other people are like, wait, I just want to back away for a second. I, I haven't lost my faith in Jesus. Right. I believe in God. I believe in the foundational things. But like I want to step – how do I – is this worldly um, 
have is what I have been taught more worldly than it yeah. is actual faith in Jesus Christ. The fa- like you said, the foundation yeah. of our faith. And what do I? What's good? What's bad? What needs you know molded and shaped a little bit? And um, what needs chipped away? And what needs thrown out? And yeah. it's a disorienting time, I think, for people that are walking through it. But then there's also the strongholds of white evangelical that is yeah. no this is this is 100% too, true and necessary and if you're deconstruct deconstructing in any way shape or form you're well, you're challenging that, that you've lost system. your faith yeah I've, yeah, yeah like yeah. you're you're out right. you know sort of deal as you brought up those other cultural societal issues I think it's interesting that a big a big chunk of the core I think has to do that with there's not a common there's not uh, there, there's not unity but mm. but more so than unity there's not a common truth there's yeah. not a common history there's not a mm. this is what yeah because everything gets added to and everybody's got an opinion there's not like people talk about the I news. Mean, t- uh, technically there is, but it ends at like 90 years after, you know, 90, 90 uh, sure. AD, right? Yeah. You know, with the New Testament. But even uh, culturally, we look at when you and I grew up, yeah. there were yeah. four channels where you got the news and that basically was the news. And I don't want to get into a whole media deal, but now because of 24 hour news cycle, because the news is presented in a way that's usually opinionated in some way, shape or form. And you or I, or anybody on, on the globe can get on a variety of different social media sites, find what agrees with us and and, tell you exactly what the truth is based on my opinion of it or someone else's opinion of it, as opposed to more, this is factual. And I think that that has, so when you talk about critical race theory, some people and, and I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but I think by and large, it is, hey, can we teach the reality of yes. what the history of this country has been? I saw, I saw something just recently of what would it look like if Germany said, hey, we're not going to cover anything having to do with the World War II era. Mm. Like we're not going to teach that in our schools. Well, that's not – Because that re- looks bad for us. That's not the reality of our history. Right, yeah. And so I think that's kind of the – place we are in in time of hey and we can't come to any agreement on yeah, it yeah. of what what is what is the truth what is and 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 we're going let's go back to faith yeah yeah and so and, that's and you, and you said something important I, I don't mean to cut you off but huh. just before we get too far from it all that you said like COVID, right? We had that episode a number of weeks ago about COVID church, yeah, right? Yeah, where, yeah. where we basically figured everything out. Right. But, <laughs> but that accelerated this process. Oh, of, yeah. Where, where do, where do, okay, take the system away, right? Because we're not gathering the way we used to. What does my faith actually mean? And what does it mean? What does it mean for me to follow Jesus? Yes. 
at its core, without the system, without potlucks, without, oh, we're, we start, we're, it's, it's 1031. Aren't we supposed to start at 1030? You know what I mean? Like without the system, without coming to a place to hear the, the supposed man of God tell you about everything you're doing right and wrong and then go back out, which thank you for doing that every Saturday <laughs> night. No, no, no. But, but really like what, what does yeah, that mean? Yeah. And I, th- and I think that accelerated this process of, you know what? Maybe, maybe it is time to question stuff, especially as we started to, and we, and we, again, we talked about this a few weeks ago. We started to gather again. Ooh, why, why are we doing that? What is that about? What does that mean? How, how come the last three months I didn't have to do that? And I was more solid in my faith than ever. And I didn't have to, whatever, right? Have to or need to. Yeah. So, and, and, and that's not, and you know me, like I'm not devaluing communities. Yes. Communities extremely, I think we're, going to continue to see evidence of you know the fallout yeah, from that, yeah that's yeah that's but it's fair community for community yes community to gather around jesus yeah. to yeah. celebrate who jesus is not community to I, I need that that person up front to tell me what to do right otherwise i have no faith right faith right, right right yeah i didn't sing i didn't sing those songs yeah so what am i you know i <clears throat> So just to be able to step back. So as I look at and, and I, I follow and, and, uh, check out a lot of different avenues of faith, you know, um, just to see what people are saying. Um, obviously seeing everything through, um, discerning eyes and ears, but the, 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 the strongholds or the, the people and leaders in the white evangelical faith, American faith that are um, condemning that even the terminology of yep. deconstruction and some that are uh, to, to the, the ones that are deconstructing and go, no, like I don't want to have anything to do with that. Meaning I'm done with God in general, right? This whole Jesus thing, like I feel like I've been duped or mm. I've been hurt so bad that like I don't want to have anything to do with it. Now, I I have I have empathy for those people. I have um, concern and love for for anybody, but I think by and large the whole deconstruction thing is more about the system. Yes, I I agree. More I agree. about the I, I don't know. I agree. If, I think I think most. I mean, there are people who are landing where you're proposing, but I. I also think most people are landing. It's not an anti-Jesus thing. It's an anti-system thing. Yeah. It's most people are landing saying, no, my faith in Jesus is stronger than ever and is better than ever and is, is, is more uh, invigorated than ever. It's the system that I don't agree with. And they're like, yeah, I mean, look, we hear it. We've, <laughs> the truth is we've heard it for years. Oh, I don't go to church, but I have a relationship with Jesus. Right. I mean, how, we've heard that we've, people, right, people right, have right. been that. I mean, that's, that's a couple decades worth of deconstruction right there. Right. <laughs> right. You know, and it's, and it's honestly, it's mainly at this point, we've been hearing that from our generation, from our peers, even though you're several, you know, several years older than me, like, yes, like many years older than With me. Wisdom. <laughs> um, but, 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 but really, I mean, I, I mean, I, I can remember back in my, in my twenties hearing that. Yeah. From, from friends and, uh, I, I, I probably went through that for a minute too. Okay. So in that, so in that, did, were you questioning those people 
and their what their faith. I don't well, know. You, it depends you, on you don't re- you don't really know Jesus because you don't go to church. I mean, truthfully, yeah. There, there's a, yeah. There, there's a, there was both. There was both. Sure. There was the part of, um, yeah. But 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 didn't Paul write? Don't forsake the gathering of believers. Right. How could you? Right. How could you claim to know Jesus when you're not following everything? Right. Right. And then there's also the. And then it becomes following what, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And then, and then, and then there's also the other side of, man, what freedom there is in that—the security you know, without the system. And so, it seems that's where, that's where most people in this movement are landing. That Jesus is good, the system is bad. And yes, like you said, there are people who are landing at no, the whole thing is the whole thing is a farce, right? right? I've been duped my whole life, like you said. Um, well, I remember when we had a, uh, I was, I was a part of leadership at a, at a different church and, and a lead pastor had had some moral failures. And, um, as we're sitting around the table having this conversation about, you know, kind of, it was revealed basically. And there were, there were people that were just crushed. And I, I have a ton of respect for this man and his leadership and, and just like sitting here talking to you, I recognize, and I know the depths of my soul. Like we're all just people, but there were people that were, there were guys and men in that room that were crushed. Mm. And I'm like, well, then you put this guy on a pet. You were idolizing this guy at some level. And I mean, crushed in disappointed, Yeah, but it was more, it it seemed more than that. Mm. And I'm like, no, I, 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 I get how somebody can fail. But if, if we have such a, if our faith is in the system. Yeah. Yeah. If our faith, faith is in a human person, like we're always going to be let down. Yeah. And, and I think, okay, so does, does the, has the culture of church, American Christianity over the last, I don't know, 40 years perpetuated all of this? I, I think we'd both say, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to answer for you, but I, I, I mean, I think so, right? As, as, and I don't know that it's been just 40 years. Oh, right. But right. When, man, we, I, I, I do believe we've moved away from the heart of the gospel. Because it's been about funding the system. It's been about keeping the system going. Mm. It's been about the, the control or loss of control and managing that of, mm, yeah. of the system of the, of the, of the, you know, the big church. Yeah. It's been about, I mean, geez, how many, how many times have we talked on this podcast even about politics and religion? Mm-hmm. You know, as we've gotten in bed with Herod, right? Didn't Jesus say, beware the leaven of the Pharisees and of Herod, right? And as we've, as we've gotten in bed with politics, right? And right, right now direction. I, yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. And and we've addressed that before. For sure. For sure. But as, 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 as religion, and I'm, and I'm, I'm being careful to say, not to say, faith or Christianity, right. but re- the system mm-hmm. has gotten deeper into that. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. We've had to similarly to 
Germany making making a move like that, just saying, "Hey, let's not let's not share that. Let's control the narrative to stay in control, to stay on the on the right side of everyone's thinking, so that we can continue to maintain what we have and grow our influence." And and it, again, it's about the system growing and power and control. Yeah as a organization or as a system, I mean, Jesus came to destroy that. Yeah, absolutely. Born in a freaking manger. Right. I'm going to come and we're, we're going to do this a different way. This yep. is going to be a, 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 a subversive, subversive. Uh, That's not, no, I mean, even, even the, the zealots would have, would, would approach Jesus. We read about, right. And Hey, are you the one who's going to help us overthrow the Romans? Right. 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 And you're like, I, I'm, I'm, I came to die. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, and so, yeah, I, 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 I do, I do believe that. Well, I think there's it's, a, there, it's here's, I believe that this deconstruction thing is necessary. What I struggle with sometimes, and I'm just being honest, and I know I have, I know that I have something to grow. Just like we talk often about this on this podcast of Jesus doesn't really care about our opinions. He wants to get to our heart. I realize even as I say this, part of my beef with the movement is at times it seems very, it seems militant. It seems, Mm. it seems so anti-system that it's, that there's no room for grace. There's no room for understanding and there's no room for there's no room for love and God moving in the system. And then, and then, and then I, even as I say that, I think about how harsh Jesus was to the existing system in his day. Well, whether, think, whether that's going after the Pharisees, flipping tables, sure. you know what I mean? And so even as I say that, I recognize that maybe there's something in me. I'm not, I'm not saying we should all go riot and burn churches down. I'm not saying anything <laughs> like that, but. But but maybe there is this holy stirred up anger and angst that God is releasing. Maybe I mean I don't know, but 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 genuinely, I mean I, I meant what I said, and I'm not taking it back. I, that's that's part of my beef with with the current movement. I I wish there was a way that we can do this with grace. Well, I, I it, it makes me go back to your to your earlier example of the culture of the church culture of the last whatever American power and control culture. well but or, or, yes and then the know. people that i have faith in jesus but i don't oh, go yeah. to church yeah and it's kind of a it's a again it goes back to i think in some ways it's a both and mm. it's a can we believe that that person does have faith and love them into community not a system, but community. Yeah. And and can that person look at the culture of church and go, it's it's rigid, it's systemic, and there are some things that need to be to be shifted or dealt with or stripped away. Yeah. I mean, I think I went. I, I call it a almost like everybody gets to that crisis of faith. I I wish that I I have a bone to pick with that. Okay. I wish that were more true. Well, I wish people came to that crisis of faith. I think that's what this deconstruction okay, gotcha, movement gotcha. Okay, is, okay. is people are – when does that faith – If you, especially if you grew up in 
church mm. culture. When does that, this is what was taught to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. To yeah. wait. What, okay. What's, what's really true? Yeah. It is all of it yeah. true. When do I make this faith my own? And when we step back and we look at it, we don't worship a system. Yeah. We don't worship an organization. We worship a person. We are a fluid body of Christ where we're going to have some of this movement. And I think that I mean, we should even said okay. the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you go to, to Jesus, you go to biblical, um, you know, Jesus showing us a, a different way, the way he approached Pharisees and systems. Mm-hmm. You've, goes, heard Wait. You've heard it said, right. But I tell you, yes. Yeah. To even, and this would, this is going to rub some people, I'm sure. We look at Martin Luther and the Great Reformation as like we hold fast to everything that – and it's like wasn't he a deconstructionist yeah. in ways? Sure. Hey, wait. We sure. got to get rid of – and I know for me personally in my life experience in faith, and this isn't condemnation of any of these other groups, but it that's kind of what happened to me over the mm-hmm. last whatever, 10 years of – 15 years of stripping away, okay, this isn't in and of itself bad, but this isn't the most important from a traditional faith setting to more of a mainstream church setting and even seeing some of the same things there and going, wait, this stuff is, this is fine, yeah, but like simpling, stripping things away to get to the foundation, the simplicity of, wait, this is just the, it doesn't matter what, what, what clothes I wear to church. It doesn't matter, Mm. you know, who is, who, who is serving communion. Yeah. It doesn't matter who is. That guy is ushering. Right. Yeah. Like to no, we're here gathering as the church, as the body of Christ in community. I I mean, I would even, I would even take it further. It doesn't matter who you vote for. It doesn't matter. That's a whole different thing. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, that's that, and that's why. I mean, if we talk about, I mean, if we talk about church when it comes to politics, like Jesus yeah, is a whole a different thing. Kingdom, kingdom of God is yeah. a whole different deal. Yeah, like I, I, because the worldly system, the worldly system is going to have faults. Yeah, because yeah. it's based on power and control. It's based yeah. on humanity. But when it and so. When we talk about deconstruction, I think, I think you're right. Uh, are there some things that are militant about it? And oftentimes, okay, would, would, would they, would you say that Jesus at the temple flipping table? That's kind of a militant approach <laughs> kind of. yeah. to, right. to like, right. no, the, here's how I, I'm trying to think in what I referenced, what this was in reference to, but I remember, Talking about walking into a, if my kid is getting bullied at school and I go in and I talk to the, hey, you need to go in and talk to your teacher about this and, and figure it out and handle it. <clears throat> nothing happens. I go in and talk to my, te- talk to the teacher and nothing happens. I go in and talk to the principal and nothing. At what point? At the, do you, if, if the, do you, do you bully slant? the kid back? <laughs> is that, is that where we're going? <laughs> that wasn't where I'm but, imagining you just, just. Oh, I, I've this, said like, this, you know, I've said six, this in reference grader. to racism in the United States. At what point, cause everybody's like, oh, you, you can oh, handle yeah, it yeah. peacefully. Yeah. Well, at what point do you slam your, 
fists on yeah. the table and go, this enough's enough. Pay attention. Yeah. Yes. Something needs to stop. And yes. I've, I've handled my, my kids at times in that way. And I'm not saying it's the most healthy way, but sometimes it's like until I raise my, until I make a statement that might seem a little militant or harsh, you're not listening. Nothing's yeah. changing. Yeah. There's, there needs to be an awareness. So maybe some of this deconstruction stuff is, yeah. Hey, and I think we are as a church culture in the United States, white evangelicalism. I think it is a shaking of let's talk about these issues in love, the things that do need stripped away or we need to converse about, but some things probably need to shift Yeah, because we're, we're lining up with things that I don't think Jesus really needed or desired us to line up with. Who's the, Who's the Mars Hill guy? Not the Mark, uh, the other Mars Hill. Rob Bell. Rob Bell. Rob Bell. Who is, I don't know, even as I'm saying that, this is going out over the airwaves and there are tons, I bet there's tons of reactions. Sure. Just to that name, but. Sure. Say what you want about him. And I think you and I privately talked about this. Oh, for sure. But the fact is, you know, what was, what was his, his big offensive book? The first one, uh, Velvet Elvis. Velvet Elvis. Faith transformation in my life through reading that book. And what was that book about? It was about, Hey, let's not be afraid of the questions. Yeah. Right. Wasn't, I mean, wasn't that the central, I mean, it's been, boy, it's been over a decade since I read that book. I was in a traditional faith setting at the time. And I remember he talked about, the wall that is built with mm. bricks. And if you take one brick out, the whole thing could crumble. Yeah. And that being kind of this, let's not question anything. Correct. Because. Right. <laughs> and, and he went and just started questioning stuff. And, and, and it wasn't, I mean, I think that, that book kind of started the process and, and, and maybe he did go off the deep end eventually. Right. And, and, but that book, it, it stirred things up, not in a good way. Right. It stirred things up. Oh no, you can't question that because the whole system is going to crumble and, and I, I have, I have a ton of respect for him for doing that, for so publicly saying, guys, we cannot be afraid of the questions. If our faith is real and if Jesus is real, the answer will be real. So let's not be afraid of the question and let's go after this and let's get, let's get back to the truth of what, sure. of who Jesus is. I mean, that was, if I remember again, it's been a decade and plus, but that was the premise of the book. And, and I, I remember the first time I gave, cause you, you know, you brought up a really, really good point, Kylie. Uh, and you know, we're, I don't know, 35 minutes into this episode. This might be worth continuing next week, but you, you talked about coming to that crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, growing up Christian enough <laughs> and then, Radical things happening in my life, going into ministry, and then life blows up. Right, hit rock bottom in addiction, in life, and yeah. in I'm in rehab. And I leave rehab, and that was after I left rehab. That was the first time, and we're going we're going back nine years. That was the first time I ever allowed the question in my life of, is this real? 
Is Jesus real and is this worth it? And I remember the first time, I mean, I felt so ashamed. How dare I ask that? Right? Because I've had this system my whole life. But after a few more times, right? I mean, rock bottom does a thing to you. And after a few more times asking that and then growing from that, I realized how, how important that was for me to, to give a voice or to give that thought a voice. Because truthfully, Jesus answered it. And that, that's what the gift of faith is, right? We think of, we think of faith as a one-time thing, right? We, we think of, okay, oh, God gave me the faith to believe in him. And now I'm over that hump and now I got it for the rest of my life. But he has to continually fill us with faith that we don't always have. For sure. Well, and like you said, if you don't come to that point, which I think everybody ultimately should, should or needs yes. to come to, uh, because otherwise we're just, there either is no God or it's a system or he's created robots yeah. that we're just supposed to believe this. Right. The Christian matrix. Yeah. And, and it's like, I, here's what, here's what I felt like Velvet Elvis mm. Rob Bell opened up or God used to allow me to see things from a different light is I was so ingrained in a system mm. that it was a reminder and maybe for one of, uh, I don't, I don't know where I was in my faith. I was a Christian kid, okay. a young adult at that time, but growing up in the system, it was, it's not about the, the bricks. It's not about the system. It's not about, this is a, this is a Middle Eastern mystical religion mm. faith that we have in the God of the universe that comes as a man, our savior, Jesus, to rescue us and redeem us. And our life is then to be a life of faith and belief and trust in this God who is also spirit, mm. who also dwells in us. And it was like this, wow. this fluid, beautiful image of who God is and that our lives are to be lives of worship to, of, of God and our King Jesus through this wind pneuma spirit where it's so much more abstract in ways than mm. just read this story, just read this text and follow these rules. Yeah. Wow. And, and what it did for me is, is it, and, it, and I still have to, and I think this is where we're going, wh what this movement is about is I don't worship the Bible. I don't worship these words. Yeah. I'm not devaluing scripture. Sure, sure. I worship the God of the Bible. I worship King Jesus who was, was, is an actual person in the flesh who is also God. Like there's stuff we can't get our mind wrapped around. Yeah. And I think part of the, the rigidity of the system is that I can have all the answers. I can have enough information mm -hmm. and learn enough that I can know what to do. And ultimately that turns into control of my own life. Yeah. I can manip I not manipulate, but I can I can do what I'm supposed to do. 
And it's like, no, that comes out of this beautiful love of this beautiful faith of this mystical faith, this Eastern faith that is fluid and beautiful. And we miss the beauty in the rigidity. And so I want to strip Mm. away the rigidity. I want to strip away the things that aren't the most important to experience the things that the God that is the most important. And I think that's where, um, I want to continue to strip that stuff away to like, I want to experience the God of the Bible who loves me and has invited me in to this relationship. And I, yes, I learn about who God is through scripture. Sure. I mean, in it, he's revealed everything about life and godliness. Correct. But, and that's what, that's why I'm not, I'm not all in on the system. Yeah. Because I think the system draws us into our humanity as, as, in ways that don't allow us to experience the beauty of being lifted up. It's the, the father, son, and Holy Bible. Yeah. Is, is, is the system. Cause that's, that's easier to understand, right? You, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I can only, I can only imagine how uncomfortable it might be if you stood in front of, you know, a typical white evangelical Sunday morning crowd and talked about this, Eastern mystic religion that we follow. I can only imagine the, the, the gasp. Yeah. In the room of, oh, oh no, I, I don't follow that. Because in so many of those, the the Holy Spirit's the crazy uncle that we don't understand. So let's just not talk about it. Right. I, one one of my mentors used to, used to tell the story about how, yeah, we, we, we invite, the, the lion of the tribe of Judah into our meetings, right? And then we expect them to sit in the cat and act like a good little kitty cat. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to, you know, I, I guess the encouragement is just uh, from this episode is just, man, I, let's just pursue the God of the Bible. Yeah. Let's just pursue King Jesus. Let's just experience the Holy Spirit in our lives. Yeah. And, and, and have, have grace for one another, no matter which side of the, of the pond you're on. Sure. Right? If you're on the side of everything is, everything's bad, right? Maybe have grace yeah. for the people in the system. Yeah. To say, and then, and then if you're in the system, have grace for the people questioning it. <laughs> let's love people. Yes. And let's walk, thr- let's walk through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. And also, what else did we learn? It's okay to beat up sixth graders after you've, yeah, I mean, they bully at, your kids. At a certain point, you just you take just it got in your own hands. I mean, <laughs> literally. Oh, and everybody go get Rob Bell's book. Like, oh, no, geez. No. Oh, there it is. There it is. There joking, it is. joking about those last two points. Don't don't beat up sixth graders. Hey, uh, f- listener, give us some feedback. Get it. Yeah. Uh, what topics like this that maybe are a little more com- controversial you'd like to hear and things that as, as I walked up here today, it was like, Hey, what can we say and how, what can we talk about that? That's going to be <laughs> beneficial, but it's going to help people think, Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not, we don't have all the answers. Nope. It's what's going to help you lean into the Lord and, and think and dwell upon what, what is good and healthy yeah. and right. And where do I, how do I self reflect and grow yeah. through we're all gonna, this? We're going to come back to this. Yeah. You know, because there's still more to unpack and there's still more to talk about. And cool, yeah, let's do it. Well, well, did you guys hear Kylie do his impression? Just I'm now? gonna I'm gonna talk about that at, at, uh, during our next episode. 
Okay. All right. Bye. Peace. Peace.